0: In a world where
1: quality podcasts are available by the shitload. Two mediocre hosts defy the odds and provide a listening experience that's just kind of okay. To an audience that has run out of other stuff to listen to. Proving to the world that you don't have to know a whole lot about a whole lot to have a podcast. Now, prepare yourselves, dopesters, for the What Did I Just Listen To? podcast, with your hosts, Gibson and Eric. And now, Gibson and Eric.
0: Welcome to the latest episode of What Did I Just Listen To, Dopesters. What is up? Ooh, that intro still sounds good. <laughs> so sexy. Much good. Absolutely.
1: Ugh. Well, welcome to another episode of the What Did I Just Listen To podcast. Again, literally. I'm welcoming you twice because literally you're very welcome it. here. literally just said it. You um, asked me to start things. <laughs> Don't remind me. You son of a bitch. Happy Veterans Day weekend to all of you boys and girls out there. Kitty cats. So... Uh, Make sure you take the time to thank a veteran when you see one. Thank them for their service. Both of our fathers are veterans, so you can thank them if you see them, but you probably won't because you don't know who we are.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thank my dad for his service today because I got the day off. <sighs> so very I, special for me.
0: I did not get the day off. I drove all the way to Baltimore for fucking nothing.
1: Mm, that's too bad. I get, yeah. yeah. Uh, anywho, let's get this show on the road. You want to start with a uh, drink of the
0: week? Yeah, sure. Let's knock it out.
1: All right. This week we have a very special drink of the week, um, a very special uh, whiskey that I had to get from a specialty dealer known as Vomfoss. You can look them up. They're apparently partnered with all sorts of whiskey in small distilleries of all different types of alcohols all over the world, stuff that you can't normally get in the United States, and they distribute it at really high markups. But it's a delicious whiskey. It's called Against the Grain, and it comes from Ireland. It's corn whiskey, but they distill it like an Irish whiskey, so it's smooth at the front and the finish.
0: And it smells really good, mm-hmm. considering let's, alcohol let's usually. Just your it It's
1: let's give it a sippy sip. Yeah, <sighs> delicious. Mm, so smooth.
0: It's almost a little spicy. Yeah. When it hits your tongue, you get little prickles. And it's got like a vanilla kind of finish. Yeah, kind of a caramelly smell. Mm. It's good. I really this this is very good whiskey. Mm, it's probably the best whiskey I've ever bought. Yeah. So Definitely the best whiskey. I'm going to
1: order, order it from Van Fass because you can't... I don't think you can get it directly from the distiller. I think you have to go through Van Fass. Van Vom Fass. V-O-M-F-A-S-S. They don't sponsor us. Van um, Fass. But we are you sponsored. Like whiskey, we sell it. But we are... They don't sponsor us, but we are sponsored by Legare Le Outfitters. Outfitters. That's uh, L-E-G-A-R-E. Legare. <laughs> Looks like Legere, but it's Le Um If you like uh, shirts with funky patterns and you got kind of a southern party kind of attitude, this is the place for you. So go and check them out at Legaree Outfitters uh, on Facebook, LegareeOutfitters.com, and uh, you can get some cool stuff there. Southern born, southern worn.
0: <laughs> yeah, go support our buddy. He was on our last episode actually talking all about it. So if you haven't checked out our last episode, go ahead, take a listen. You'll learn all about where you got the idea to start the company. If you're an avid chubbies wearer, his shirts would look rad with a pair of
1: chubbies. Or well, they would look rad with anything you wear because they're just rad. They got a couple different patterns of shirts, some socks, um, more products coming uh, all the time. They're a small company, they're just getting started. so
0: Keep your eyes open for their shirt that's going to come out with a oyster pattern, oysters on the half shell. Oh, One yeah. of my favorite foods. I will be buying that shirt.
1: They also got koozies. Um, speaking of which, I made a discovery uh, <laughs> about a week to or say, so ago.
0: We were very upset when we.
1: We were went, very upset. We found this out, uh, kids. So if you get the chance, look up something called the hugger holder. S- hugger holder. Sons of bitches. Um, don't buy one. Don't buy one. Fuck We don't boys. want to give them any credit or advertising. Uh, they're bad people. <laughs> um, they're from Texas, so that should tell you all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Watch them hear this and like, send us a very angry cease and desist order. <laughs> or send us one with like a ha, 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 fuck you. Uh, anywho, but they created a koozie dispenser, which for all intents and purposes, if you look at the design, is pretty much exactly what we had in our heads of mm-hmm. what it would be. But we th- we kept trying to make it out of metal. They made it out of wood we laminate. We tried
0: to build one ourselves,
1: yeah, and we have no idea how to do anything with they it. They used wood laminate, and as soon as I saw that, they made, I was like, oh, that made, that makes way more sense. R&D.
0: They mm. better R and D. Huh. Because
1: so it happens, when you have a hundred dollar budget. <laughs> Anywho, um, but the design is pretty much. But let's be honest that the name is fucking horrendous. Hunger
0: holder. who's your daddy's way better. who's your daddy's a much better name. Much more frat. If uh, you like ours more, go ahead and let us know. And what did I just listen to? The number two at gmail.com or across any of our social media platforms.
1: What did I just listen to on. Uh, so what did I just Instagram. listen to? Instagram
0: Facebook and Instagram and
1: wdijl J L L on two on Twitter the Twitter. On the Twitter.
0: Yep. Yeah. Also a good place for you to find articles based around retro gaming when I decide to retweet things, which is about once a month. Mm. Yeah. Well, we got a uh,
1: guest coming up to talk about that anytime soon. What do you mean? Your
0: buddy? Which buddy? The buddy with the, the website. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 we've, uh just brain farted, we've been in contact with a friend of mine from college, he's got a, a young website, I'm not going to give any names yet, because we're currently, I guess, negotiating a partnership, he messaged me, I messaged him back a month later and haven't heard anything, so maybe one day we'll get something going, but, yeah, we'll keep y'all Some posted. Negotiations are going strong. Going strong, we'll get, if if we decide to do something, we'll get him on here to. To talk about him. If anybody wants
1: to be a guest on the podcast, we can do remote interviews very easily. That's true. So if you're just a weird person and you
0: want to chit-chat with us, you know, we'd be more than happy to have you. All we ask is that you can put up a conversation for like 15 minutes and then you're going. All we ask that you give us about Tree Fitty. About Tree Fitty. However you figure. <clears throat> okay, let's see if he got back
1: Anywho, we Anywho, let's get this podcast on the road. We got some topics to talk about. One do? very, very big thing happened uh, this past weekend, which if you're a fan of the show, you uh, probably checked out, and that is UFC 217. 217. Um, that was where um, George St-Pierre fought Michael uh, uh, Beisbing, um and Cody uh, Garbrand. Fought uh Thomas,
0: Thomas Jefferson Dillashaw. <laughs> Don't forget Rose and Homogenous
1: Fought uh and Joanna Jurjatska E. F. D. Then uh George Masvidal fought um uh Stefan Thompson <laughs> and uh what what's his face uh, fucking something or other Costa fought uh uh, well, uh, what's the guy's Johnny plus, uh, Hender, Henderson?
0: Plus about ten others.
1: We're big time MMA fans. We know all the names. Oh yeah. My yeah. favorite's Nathaniel Henderson. Uh, Nathaniel
0: Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm more of a fan of Nicholas Diaz. You like Nicholas one? Diaz? I like Nicholas Diaz. His Stockton slap.
1: I like uh, the uh, Connor McDowell. Connor McDowell. So is it? I'm saying it right. McDowell. I think so. I think he's that two-time champ, Conor McDowell.
0: Yeah, sounds about right. No, so I missed this card.
1: You missed was, the whole card? Uh, I watched the entire goddamn thing.
0: I was back in Rome with Starting from my
1: Johnny Hendricks fighting Costa, uh, Steven Thompson, George Masvidal, Ioannion Jacek, Rose Yunez. I'm just going to go through the names normal now in reverse. Um, Cody Garbrandt for TJ Gilleshaw, and George St. Pierre, v- Michael uh, Bisping. <laughs> Good old Michael Bisping. <laughs> so let's start from the bottom up. Johnny Hendricks fought I can't remember his first name Costa And uh, that was an embarrassment Of a fight His nickname
0: is The Eraser The Eraser Costa That's fucking terrifying And he
1: fucking erased The legend that used to be Johnny Hendricks
0: Let's have this conversation Right now And I want to hear What our tens of fans Have to say about this Johnny Hendricks Retire or fight again Retire I think he needs to retire But what the fuck else Is he going to do with his life Well he already failed At his Big Rick Steaks try to make a steakhouse <laughs> But uh, that didn't work so my thing with Johnny John Hendricks, Hunters. what doesn't make much sense to me, is usually you see the guys with a wrestling background have the most discipline, right? But he has the hardest time making weight when he's been making weight his literally his entire life.
1: He was the customer of the year every year at Big Rick Steakhouse.
0: It's true. Big Rick Steakhouse. <laughs> Big Rick Steakhouse. <laughs> you lack steaks? So do um, we.
1: They're not a sponsor
0: either. No, they're not. Because I don't even think they exist anymore. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, I think he needs to retire. Um, I would say, I, you know one of the former
1: best fighters, you know, uh, definitely up there as far as, you know, Hall of Famers, but um, maybe uh, but definitely he's way past his prime, needs to call quits.
0: Did he ever successfully defend his title?
1: Let's look that up. Because I I know know.
0: he lost to George St. Pierre, which a lot of people say that he beat George St. Pierre back in his prime, right? Very, um... I haven't seen the fight, I need to, but they said it was incredibly controversial, right? Yeah. Then he won the belt. Very close. From. I don't know. And then he lost it to. Uh, Robbie Lawler. Yeah, Robbie Lawler. It's Robbie Lawler's 36, I think. He's a lot older than I thought he was. So I don't know. Does he have any successful title defenses?
1: I'm looking it up. You keep talking. You keep vamping. Okay.
0: I mean, not that that really matters. What. Uh, I don't think it takes away from the fact that you were a champion if you don't defend, you know, but I think it's hard to say Hall of Famer if you didn't defend at least once. I don't know. I, Johnny Hendricks fought during the time that I wasn't watching, that, like, stint the four years when I was in college, so I don't really know a whole lot about him. Any luck? Should be on his Wikipedia.
1: Yeah, I think he won it the one time and then he immediately lost it to Robbie oh. Lawler. Sounds um, about right. Is what I, I seem to be looking at here on Wikipedia. Uh, but if anybody knows uh, different or knows better, you know, feel free to correct us. <laughs> that sounds about right. Or you know, keep it to yourself and go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, next time you have an idea, why don't you keep it to but yourself. But Costa looks real good. Was he? He's on like a nine-zero uh, win streak. I was it like eleven and zero.
0: I don't know anything about him either, other than mm-hmm. he's a beautiful man. He's got the body of Adonis. And his f- nickname is the gr- fucking eraser. He's a fucking goddamn great fighter. It's terrifying. Yeah, the eraser. He put in
1: work on Johnny. Hend- to Johnny Hendricks' credit, though, he took him. You know, he took it. He took a hell of a beating. He took it. <laughs> he took it
0: like a man. Hell of a
1: beating. Um, well, anywho, but that's all we got to say about that fight. Now I think we can move to by far the most boring fight of the night, which was the one I was looking the most forward to, Wonder which boy. is Stephen Thompson versus George uh, Masvidal.
0: Everybody's just. I, I I didn't see the fight, so I don't know, but. I like Wonder Boy. I guess people just respect his karate too much. They don't want to engage with him. Is that the
1: case? They put a lot of respect on his name. When he's a lot put, of on his when name. he's doing his karate. I well, it's he's probably because karate's not the type of thing that you're typically successful with in the UFC. Um, it's it's one of those things that you it's good to have like in your back pocket, but as a primary striking, you know, people would say kickboxing or muay thai. Well, you know, he's an undefeated kickboxer. Uh. That, I did not know that. Yeah, I'll pull it makes up this sense. Record record. But he, but he primarily just straight karate when he's fighting. Like that, he uses a karate stance. He mainly kicks. Um, he uses fairly basic striking. Um, at least that's what he did fighting uh, George Masvidal. He's very technical. I like Wonder Boy. Joe Rogan said something interesting, or it, it was either Joe Rogan or Daniel Cormier, where they were saying uh, the way. Uh, Tyron Woodley fought Wonder Boy in the two title def- defenses against him. Is probably the only way you can beat Wonder Boy.
0: Yeah, that I heard that episode. That was Joe Rogan. I heard that episode too. Wonder Boy's thirty-four. He's kind of old. Yeah. Damn. Um, I old. mean,
1: I think he needs to get a, another title shot against Tyron Woodley. He's. I mean, every other person that he fights in that weight division, that he beats. Dominates.
0: Why not make it a trilogy? So he. He's an undefeated kickboxer with a record of 57-0, 40 by knockout. That's pretty awesome. Jeez. MMA, he's got two losses. He may be the season. most proficient karate specialist in the history of the UFC. Leoto Machida was pretty good. That's true. <laughs> Let's not forget him. Amateur kickboxing record, 37 wins, 18 by knockout, one no contest. So the dude's got, what is it, close to 100 kickboxing matches. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Undefeated. Wow. I always wondered why kickboxing didn't get bigger. It's way more exciting than boxing. I think UFC kind of overshadowed it. But, like, boxing's been around a long fucking time. Kickboxing's been around a really long time, too. I've just always been curious as to why boxing got so big when kickboxing is way more exciting. Well,
1: kickboxing apparently came around in, like, the 80s as a thing for people who were karate and, like, Mm taekwondo-type guys to Mm -hmm. compete against each other in. um, Because the rules in... Taekwondo and karate competitions got too stringent. That would make sense. So they wanted something that was just pure
0: striking to do against each other. is not about beating the absolute shit out of each other. It's like point fighting, whereas kickboxing is like a real combat sport. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one to talk because I don't have experience in karate, but I know there's full contact and all that other stuff, but it's not even close to the same. Yeah, you know? It's not like you're going... For like ten, five round five minute rounds or three minute rounds or whatever. Speaking of kickboxing, you ever watch Glory kickboxing?
1: No. Glory I watch kickboxing. Bellator kickboxing.
0: I've seen a little bit of Bellator glory kickboxing is fucking awesome. Oh yeah. It's kick ass. You, you ever watch
1: say. Lionheart Muay Thai? No. It's a whole Muay Thai league. It's is ba- it on basically Fight pass? No, it's I, it might be actually. I'm gonna look that Most up. Most of
0: those shits are on Fight Pass. Do you have Fight Pass? I don't. I have Fight Pass. I don't watch it anymore though.
1: I don't have any time. But now
0: fight pass is kick ass actually it looks
1: I think fight Muay Thai Lionheart, actually it's the international Muay Thai league
0: cool um, I love fight pass because you can watch all the old pride fights all the old no holds barred fights from like UFC 1 through 10 all that crazy stuff from back in the day no it does not look like it's on fight pass ah, it must be a competitor or something or it's not big enough because you can get glory on fight pass mm-hmm. that's why I watch glory Anywho, you can also get the all-women league invicta. Yeah, yeah my favorite.
1: Anywho, but uh, Stephen Thompson, pretty much, it was a dominant. Was the dominant striker against uh, Jorge Masvidal. Um, Jorge Masvidal did not do a bad job though, but he just got Thompson racked in the points.
0: I don't like Jorge Masvidal very much. He beat up my boy Cowboy. I don't like that. Well, Cowboy's old as shit, and he don't fights care. way too often. Don't like it. Cowboy's the man. And he blows Cowboy. all of his
1: money. How how soon after uh,
0: Cowboy retires do you think he loses all of his money? Within a year. Okay. He spends his money right away. That's why he fights so much. I'm sure there's a part of him that loves to fight, but there's also a part of him who's like, fuck, I've gone skydiving like 15 times this month. <laughs> And I've been wakeboarding for the last three weeks straight. And I fucked so many chicks. I've been so so many. much puss. I've been slinging dick hard. <laughs> slinging cock left and right. <laughs> Call me Jim Sprasium.
1: Listening to Wheeler Walker Jr. all day long. <laughs> Dude, have you heard Bird Cloud? No.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Let's. I'm going to play a little clip of Bird oh, Cloud. Awesome tangent here. If
0: you love, love Wheeler Walker Jr. Which you should. We need to try to get an interview with that I'd man. I'd love to do that. That would really boost our numbers. <laughs> if uh, if you like Wheeler Walker Jr. but you think he's a little bit too tame, then Bird Cloud is for you. Let me play my favorite Bird Cloud song. I'm only going to play a few seconds because I don't know how this works for legality, but we're not making money anyway. This song is called Warshin' My Big Old Pussy. <laughs> That is called Warshin' My Big Old Pussy by Bird Cloud. Check them out. They're well, pretty foul. They like to wear diapers. Um, next fight of the night
1: <laughs> was Joanna Janjecek. Yes, that's how you pronounce it. I know it's not how it's spelled, but that's how you pronounce it. God, no, Fighting no. Thug Rose Nama Yunez. And boy, oh boy, did she prove to me that she's a thug.
0: Did you hear when, when um, apparently when they were. I guess at the way and getting in each other's face. The one Joanna was saying, "Here comes the, the yeah, come come boogie woman." Here comes the boogie woman. Boogie
1: woman's going to fuck you up.
0: Are you Asian? Is she Asian now? I don't know. That's a Polish accent. Sounded very Asian. It's and, Polish. And the whole time, Rose Namajunas was saying the Lord's prayer in her face. Mm-hmm. Crazy.
1: That's hardcore shit. Rose Namajunas sat at the, the press conference the entire time and only got asked one question. Nobody gave a shit about Rose Namajunas. Let me tell you, they give a shit now. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> those of you who did not watch, um, Rose put a fucking stomping in on on Jacek, who I think was coming off of, what, five title defenses?
0: Hardcore six. ones, too. Because what was the record? No, 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 no she would have been tying six. I thought seven was the record. I think it was six. Either way, she was about to tie the record. Of oh, Ronda Rousey. That's too bad. And it's too bad. Let's see if Rose can do it. Rose is only 26, too. Yeah. She's a kid. She's got plenty of time. And she's dating uh, Pat Barry. I don't know who that is. Big fat kickboxer that tried to fight in the UFC. Mm. I watched him get his ass kicked by Stefan Struve back in, in Aught 12. I don't think I was
1: surprised so much that Rose won. I was surprised at how quickly she won and the way in
0: which she won. Yeah, everybody said she was going to get rear naked choked because she's a jiu-jitsu mm. chick. And she knocked out arguably what? one of the best strikers in female UFC history she's the Muay Thai champion of the world yeah so that's pretty big I don't know if she's still the champion or if she if
1: you were reti- yeah, left with her title Oof. or something I just dope, I just cut a hot stinky
0: juicy fart and I'm loving it
1: yeah we're getting Bye. a smellophone pretty soon so you can smell it while you're listening that would be pretty cool if that was real
0: yeah I think it's about ready for round two round two of what round two of the drink of the week uh, you want to go get the bottle? I'll well, okay. get the bottle. You keep it going. So next, let's move on mm. to the the two big ones.
1: Probably the the most contentious fight of the night was the fight between uh, Cody Garbrandt and Thomas Jefferson Dillashaw, <laughs> Tish for short. T.J. Dude, did you T.J. Killashaw Dillashaw? Dude, fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but dude, did you see the picture? of TJ Dillashaw screaming in Cody's face after he knocked the fuck yeah, out of him. that was awesome. Oh, my God. That, that was whole, raw.
1: The whole fight was so fucking great. Guttural. Ugh.
0: The hate. Just the pure hate. So much hate built up in those tiny 135-pound bodies. Ugh. God. Nowhere for it to go but they're each like other's a, goddamn faces. They're like a bunch of pissed-off Oompa Loompas. Ugh, that fight kidding. was.
1: That fight was going really well for Cody up until that kick
0: that uh, took him to the ground. <sighs> And then TJ just put put in the work to get that TKO. I wish that this is one of the few cards that I missed that I'm legitimately upset that I didn't get to see. Every single fight was good. I'm very pissed off I didn't get to see this one. And I'm extra pissed off I didn't put money down because I had a feeling and I always bet on the underdogs. I didn't put any money down this time. I, I would have made some. I made money. bets
1: on DraftKings and I made literally
0: every wrong choice. <laughs> With the exception of Wonderboy. <laughs> uh Ugh. I wish I could have seen that one. And then, to put the cherry on top, GSP rock 'em, sock 'em, roboting fucking Michael Bisping. Okay, that I didn't see that coming. I think that's probably the second best
1: UFC fight I've seen. First being Connor mm. versus uh, uh,
0: Eddie Alvarez. That was a good one. Yeah. I wouldn't put that up with the best fights I've ever seen just because Eddie Alvarez was not there. Like that was a good beating given by somebody. That's but, what I'm talking about. But Eddie Alvarez, that was well. Not, what I mean is, as far
1: as the whole the plan of the fighter just working out perfectly, he got in Eddie's head. Eddie didn't do the one thing he should have been, which was take Connor to the ground. Yep. Which that's what Connor does.
0: He fucks with their head. Eddie, but you could see it in his eyes too. Eddie really believed he could go toe to toe with Conor McGregor. And Connor, well, he said in interviews afterwards too, the whole the whole heat of the moment really got to him. It fucked with him. He was fighting in his hometown, but everybody was booing him. Yeah. It just screwed with him. He couldn't handle it. Yeah. But to just get back to the... little
1: ethnically ambiguous
0: guido. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Jeter, he's a biracial angel. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but anyway, back to the, the Michael Bisping so GSP fight. Let me...
1: Awesome. I'll give you my uh, take on it. Um, for the most part, Leading up to the the submission, the fight felt pretty much like a almost like a shot for shot, you know, remake of the Dan Henderson fight, where Dan Henderson was putting in all like the really talented, good uh, striking and everything, but Bisping was taking it in stride and you know, and going shot for shot. Bisping can take a lot of punishment. He's very tough. And he's got crazy good cardio. He can go. Yeah. Well, he can go way more than five five minute it's rounds. It's very tough.
0: But I'm glad um, George put him away because Michael Bisping has a ton of very controversial wins under his belt off decisions. If GSP had not gotten that choke, though, the fight was going
1: toward to Bisping for uh, as far as points. Yeah,
0: Bisping was Bisping, fucking him up from the bottom. Oh, he Bisping was chopping his face fucking up.
1: Cut. GSP. up. I texted you. I was like, "This fight's a fucking bloodbath." I didn't realize. I didn't believe you until I looked at the pictures. Like Jesus That's Christ. That's the most I've seen. Like a fighter just fucking bleed on top of somebody. He, like he, like his blood was all over Bisbing's chest and everything. I legit thought at that
0: point, like Bisping's probably gonna win this fight. GSP's like looking way slower than he probably should be against Bisbing. You know what's wild about that whole thing? What he weighed in. GSP weighed in fight night at one hundred ninety pounds, Jeez. which is the size of a a uh, middle of the pack. Average welterweight at Fight Night, so they did this whole um, nutrition plan with him. Jeff John Danaher, his jujitsu coach, was talking about this. I read it today. So I'm not going to try to quote, so I'm paraphrasing here, but they did a nutrition plan with him to help him put on weight that would help him also retain that weight so that when he cut down to 185, he'd bulk back up. The goal was like 200 for the night. Didn't fucking work. Said it was a nightmare. He was sick all the time, puking. They almost had to pull out of the fight. They were saying like every day he was going into the gym and whenever he'd roll, he was throwing up everywhere. He was a fucking mess. So that's part of the reason why he wants to get the fuck out of 185. He just can't hold the weight. Well, he said at the end of the... slow. So... Dana White was saying we want to do a fight
1: against Whitaker and apparently that's what's under contract but UFC has a history of very flexible contracts.
0: They're like pinky promises I think. And I
1: honestly for a star as big as GSP and the UFC really needs star power right now just you know I would put him in the same place as Connor at this point they'll probably let him fight whoever he wants but that's how it's
0: it's been for GSP for the longest time yeah. they let him come back after four years and fight for a belt and a weight class he's never fought in before in his life yeah, yeah. GSP can do whatever the fuck he wants um, as he should be able to Connor yeah, has made himself he's, quick
1: he's, At this point, and I honestly – because I didn't really get into the UFC very heavily until maybe a year after GSP had retired. So I Mm wasn't – I didn't really know much about him, didn't care. I didn't learn about him coming into this fight. And knowing what I know now, um, I would definitely put him up there as probably one of the the goats of – the UFC. Well, I put him up there with
0: Anderson Silva. There's an argument now for him to be the best of the greatest of all time. Yeah, absolutely. He took four years off and came back and fought just the same way he used to. Did
1: you hear what Chael Sonnen said? No. Chael Sonnen said a really great thing. He's like, "Let me tell you about the gap that is, you know, GSP's talent. In my opinion, GSP against Michael Bisbing is the slowest, worst, sloppiest thing I've ever seen,
0: and he's still that much better." <laughs> <laughs> well, just think, Bisping was his tune-up fight. Now he knows what it's like again. He's back in there. I'd like to see him go n- kick Tyron Woodley's ass. I don't know if it's possible. GSP cause or Bisbee? GSP. Because I don't like Tyron Woodley. Because I think he's a crybaby. So I don't like him very much. We're honest on this podcast. So I'd love to see him go fight him. But I think that would be really, really tough. Woodley's a freak of nature as far as If there's moves.
1: anybody who can do it, it would probably be GSP. Because Wonderboy's the next most talented in that weight class. And he's already lost twice. Although the second, just second time... Very controversial. The
0: thing, though, with GSP compared to Wonderboy, Wonderboy is great on his feet, right? Uh, GSP is great all around. But exactly. GSP is an awesome striker. I think GSP probably in that weight
1: class, with the exception of the age difference, as far as... Skill sets, size, and everything. He's probably the best
0: matchup for Woodley. But he's strong, too. Yeah. And he trains with big guys. Woodley's Woodley, pretty fucking strong Woodley's as well. Woodley's built like a tank. Yeah. Right? He can but hit like GSP a fucking is truck stronger too. than he looks. GSP was stronger than Bisping in that fight, and Bisping admitted to it. Yeah. That GSP was a stronger man. And Bisping was probably 205, 210 pounds, maybe okay. even more going into fight night. Yeah. He's but a big dude.
1: Again, though, I mean, and it's one of the reasons I love Michael Bisping, to his credit. He's a, a fucking, you know, he can take it like a champ. And he it took GSP having to put him the fuck to sleep for them to end the fight. Because he wasn't sure, going to tap out.
0: I'm pretty sure he went out before he realized he was going out. I think that was his thing. Like, he, in, if you watch the post-fight press conference, I don't think it was his intention to not tap. I think it, was it was more of the mindset of like if I can just get out of this, then I'll be okay. And then he went to sleep. Oh, I definitely don't think he was gonna. He, I don't think he in his
1: head thought I'm gonna go to sleep. Yeah. I don't think he, he he's the type of fighter who would tap. But those
0: fight. it was it's those artery chokes. Yeah, puts you out. It's a blood choke. Yeah, they put you out without you realizing it if it's done right. Ugh, mm-hmm. oh, I wish it could have seen. He it. took and he took everything like a champ. I mean, he
1: that's my favorite thing about Michael Bisping. He's not my favorite fighter, but I just I love that he can. Yeah. just...
0: he's a. He's got, like, the purest he's grit. He's got moxie. He's got the purest grit I've seen. in Yeah, got UFC moxie, fighting. son. I hope he fights one more time and retires. I'm kind of sick of him. He wanted to fight uh, with Yo Romero before he retired. <laughs> 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 I fucking hate Yo Romero. I'd love to see Michael Hesping oh, he's, knock he's his block off. probably got the craziest body in the UFC, though. I'm just waiting for him to get popped. Ugh. I'm waiting for him to get popped on something.
1: Ugh. Who, who knows what the hell's pop. gonna happen with uh, with uh, fucking uh, John Jones? I don't know why it took me so long to think of his name. I think he's I think he's done at this point. They still have not made this, this, this is the longest this uh, is the longest like USADA investigation ever at this point though. They still haven't made a determination.
0: I don't think anybody
1: believes him anymore though. Like, how many coincidences are there gonna be? Bro? I think he just loves to fucking party, and he's just always got weird shit in his system. He has no self control. It's the cocaine and the dick but he, pills.
0: He's also so good. So that apparently, he though, have to try nearly as hard.
1: Apparently, though, that shit. Tarantula, the thing he popped for, because he says he takes dick pills because he, he's on cocaine all the time. So he takes dick pills to get his dick hard when he wants to fuck on cocaine. And he uses like the fucking gas station
0: ones. He Are said, you gonna? Apparently say Apparently, Tarantula is Rogan actually said, in that shit. It is. Yeah. Because I remember Joe Rogan was saying that he was speculating because somebody told him. That you can find teratoball in in... Chinese creatine, it's tainted creatine, and sometimes dealers will cut cocaine with creatine because it's white. I think that's a bit of a stretch. Shit, if that happened, you can't prove it. Yeah. No, I just, I mean, you look at fighters like Michael Bisping. I'll use him as an example. He's been around since one of the original Tufts. He was on one of the Ultimate Fighters, right? He's been around for a long fucking time, like twelve or thirteen years. Wasn't he on the first ever season of the Ultimate Fighter? Uh, against no. I'm looking that I don't up. I think so. That was Forrest Griffin's season. He might have been. No, because he was the first British champion. Because he won his season, I'm pretty sure. Season three. Season three. So anyway, and he won, didn't he? Uh. Anyway, um, I like to use Michael Bisping as an example because he's been around in the sport since long before any drug testing at all took place, and he's he never did anything. So he, he was fighting dudes that were, yeah, were taking won. juice for the majority of his career. And now he's still isn't popping for anything, never popped for anything. And he's been around for, what, 13 years, 14 years, whatever? He's been I mean, around for a while. Bones Jones has been popped three times in his last three outs for all different shit.
1: He's still young. He's still in his 20s,
0: isn't he? He hasn't been around for very long, all things considered. I think he's been around since my senior year of high school. Was that when he... Uh uh, who'd he beat to get his title? Or, no, actually? he got his title at what, 22? 23. 23? And he's 29 or 27? He's 29 now. 29? It's not that long. Yeah. You know, six years? And he's gotten in trouble three fucking times? And if you want to hear a good argument um, or or a very insightful thought on the, the John Jones steroid potential Matt Sarah thing, said. listen to what Matt Sarah said on the Undisputed or on the Unfiltered podcast. He makes a really, really good point. I love Matt Sarah. He's I, I listen to his podcast so much I feel like we're friends. <laughs> but no, he makes a lot of really good points. The dude is a fight genius. Listen to what he has to say. Google it about yeah. what he has to say about John Jones. It makes a lot of sense.
1: Anywho, um, one last thing I want to talk about is the potential of a super fight between Conor McGregor and GSP. I'd watch the fuck out of that fight. Yeah, me too. I don't know who the fuck would... Because would it'd have to be a super fight. There's no way that... I don't think Connor could go up to 170, he, although... He actually, can, he won't. I don't think he's
0: going to go up to 170. I don't think he will. And I don't think GSP is going to go down to 155. GSP's I talked think they, about it. they'd meet They'd meet at a fixed weight. GSP's talked about fighting 155. I think GSP, <sighs> this is my, I think my if, thought, if, if he they won 185, I think he's going to go down and try to win 170. If he wins 170, I think he's going to try to go down to 155. If he goes to 155, I'm going to give the edge to Connor.
1: If Connor has to go up to his weight, then I'm giving the edge to GSP.
0: Going up, I think he, betting against Connor is almost always proven to be stupid. Yeah. But I still always do it. So, with the exception of the boxing match, which I definitely should have betted against him, that was just pride. <laughs> <laughs> pride in the sport, exactly. The love. But uh, just put in one kick, it's all over. <laughs> no, so, but going up, I think GSP would get him. Because he's got a lot of power. But Tyler Woodley made a good point when Connor was talking about going up and fighting him. He said we punch with a different kind of power at 170. Like he might be knocking heads off at 145, 155, but is that going to translate for long enough up at 170? Because he gasses so quick, mm-hmm. and then getting punched by 170s because he's going up. When he fought Nate, he was 168 pounds. That was that was heavy for him, right? Yeah. George Saint Pierre is weighing in at 189, 190 on fight day. When he goes to, f- so he's going to give up a substantial amount of weight. And I, even if I think if, if GSP goes down, he's going to have a good nutrition coach. I think he'd be able to put on enough weight. I, I think down at 155, GSP would be just as dangerous. I think they. He's not a big guy. I, if they wanted to do a super fight, though, I honestly, I think the smartest thing to do would just
1: have a catch weight. 160.
0: Yeah. yeah meet in the middle. 160, yeah.
1: 165, or 162.5 or something. Something like that. Probably 160, I think, makes the most sense. <laughs>
0: I'd like to see it. I'd also like to see GSP fight Anderson Silva. I think that'd be cool. I mean, Connor's a, a highly proficient striker. GSP is a pretty good striker.
1: GSP's got way better ground game, but Connor's proven to have really good takedown defense.
0: Yeah, but GSP's bringing a different kind of strike. I understand Conor that. Dealt with. I think it'd be an interesting fight. GSP is like Eddie Alvarez times two as far as like size and strength goes because they're they have fairly similar wrestling wrestling yeah. abilities. But I mean, you get Connor down on the ground. Connor'd be bulking up though. Yeah, I mean he's a lot bigger than he was when he fought at one forty five. I'm not saying he couldn't win, but I think it'd be tight. I think it's I think it'd be a tight fight as well. I think it'd be really tight. No shit, it would definitely be entertaining. Absolutely. What I'd really like to see is Conor McGregor beat or fight Tony Ferguson. Because I'd like him to win just so he can, like, lose the bit. That's another fight that I think
1: is going to be everybody's going to bet against uh,
0: Connor because Tony's a dangerous matchup for Connor. I think Connor's, Connor's gonna probably going to still win. No, I think I, I put money on Connor for that one. Because if you watch the last Tony Ferguson fight, he was getting slapped around pretty good before he finally came back. Yeah. And the dude, Kevin Lee, I think it was, he was fighting, had a severe staph infection on his chest. Kevin Lee's supposed to be a big up and coming fighter. He's only 24, yeah. or 25. Apparently, but Apparently, he had a severe staph infection. I haven't seen any of his infection. fights, though. So that really fucked him up for the fight. And he was slapping Tony Ferguson around until he gassed. I think Conor could put him out. Yeah. Uh, who I'd fight? Um, a
1: fight I'd you're talking about Khabib to making a comeback? Yeah, he's fighting in December. Yeah, apparently he got
0: set up with a new nutritionist. and he, he's His cutting is supposed to be way healthier now. <laughs> well, he has issues. It was uh, Ramadan is a problem for him, too, when it comes to nutrition. Because he fasts all day. He like strict. He's a strict Muslim, and he observes Ramadan. Really? Yeah, hardcore. So he fasts all day, and it fucks with his nutrition. Then he goes in and binges all night. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's a big issue for him. They were talking about it on the fight campaign, and Brandon Shaw was like, how much do you want it? <laughs> Allah before belt. Belt for Allah. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. Uh, I think we should uh, stop talking about the UFC at this point. We've gone... Uh, a solid 30 minutes talking Speaking about Speaking of UFC, you know it's an awesome game, Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> super Mario Odyssey is super fun. We both got it for our Nintendo swi- Swatches. Swatches. Sweet-
0: swatches. Swatches. Swatch. I duct tape mine to my arm and play like it's. Swiatch. That, that's what you should call it now, the Swiatch. Swiatch. That sounds cool, Biatch. So, fun fact, folks I have 400 moons and counting. Jesus Christ, I have 87. And I have all, if you saw our Instagram, I've got all the Amiibos. I'm a big Amiibo collector and I have 24 of them. I have every single Breath of the Wild Amiibo except the fucking Gerudo Guardian and the Coblin. So if you want to send them to me, that'd be cool. But yeah, Eric has no Amiibos. Which surprises me, actually, that you don't get them. It's, it's a For the in-game rip-off. stuff. I just thought you'd want the in-game oh, you stuff. you get... Half the fucking amiibo's for
1: Zelda, you just get extra fish and shit, but you, which you can
0: just you can go and get on your own. You love to waste money, just like I, I like
1: to waste money on shit that like is much more tangible than a fucking toy that gives me extra fish in a video game. You also don't collect pop figurines. Also, they're small stuff. things. I like to waste my money on big things. Good point. I waste. I like to waste a lot of money, not a little bit. I like to. Okay, let me rephrase it. I like to waste a lot of money, a little,
0: rather than a little money, a lot. <sighs> I'm the other way around. I love figurines, always have, and I like to collect them. I've got like 30 pop figures, so this just fits right in. But the Amiibos are kind of cool. Like, they're really highly detailed and good quality. You should totes put the uh, Mario
1: and uh, Peach wedding Amiibos on your wedding cake. I've already
0: talked to my fiance about it. I don't think she's going to fly. Trust me, that was the first thought. I think it would be pretty cool to put Bowser at the bottom of the cake, but we'll see. We'll see if I can get that.
1: Yeah. Highly doubt it. Also, Dopesters, update since it's starting to come up within the next few months or so. uh, Bachelor party for my boy to my right. Uh, Heard We're looking like uh, we may actually pull off this Vegas trip. We got one definite. Hells yeah, we do. How many people are in your groomsmen party? Nine. Nine? Okay. Because I've been planning for eight, potentially. I doubt eight are going to come. I think we're going to get six.
0: Well, also, I'm going to extend it out to my cousins. Awesome. So we might get one or two of them. i
1: Zach if he wants to join us. Yeah, it's fine. Be, I Just because he'd be fun to have. I don't care. Zach's fun. And then see if Tim wants to go, too. Why not? Fuck <laughs> it. Tim will definitely come if he has the money. Tim's a ton of fun. Which he probably will. Now he's getting a housing stipend. Perfect. He's a fun guy.
0: No, and then uh, I'm, I'm going to invite some of my, my fraternity brothers, too. that I'm, in. I'm inviting a lot more people than just my groomsmen. Where, Once what? we figure out where we're going... Because the groomsmen, are, we're all going to determine what we do. Yeah. Once we figure out, then I'm going to extend it to others. Say if you can make it cool, if you can't, fuck off. Can you make sure that the
1: people on that Facebook page are responding to me when I ask them how much money they're fucking willing to spend? Has
0: nobody responded Just yet? Just Manny. Yeah. And I I'll... deputized him. Nice. <laughs> Deputy <laughs> of the booger sugar. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh I'll make a I'll make a post telling people they need to start responding because I got to start getting money for things and getting sizes. Get married, folks. A lot of fun. Ugh. A lot of shit going on. Yeah. Watching Port. <laughs> uh oh, talking about having kids and shit. What a crazy person. I know. I'm only 23. I'm almost 24. I'll be 24. You'll be 24 even sooner. Next okay. month. Yep. How does it feel? Um, when are you going to throw me my 24-hour birthday party? Yeah. I'll figure out what we're going to do. Awesome. We definitely got to hit up the casino because, you know, I love to fucking gamble. Well, that'll be late night because we're going to need something for the wee hours when everything else is closed. We'll go to like IHOP or something. Fair. I'll figure it out. Actually, my buddy's a an event planner. I'll see if she wants to help step in. She's She said she'll play my birthday. It doesn't need to be ridiculous. No, we'll do something cool. I'll right. come up with something for you.
1: Uh, okay. What? Um, next topic I wanted to hit on um, I picked out my next car for when I sell. Here we go. My.
0: Golf GTI in 2020. What is this? What car is this?
1: It is the 2020, it's a concept right now, but it's been confirmed to be put into production, uh, revamp of the Volkswagen bus.
0: That is not at all what I was expecting you to say.
1: Here's a uh, a look-see. That's it against the uh, original. That's very interesting looking. It's going to be an electric bus. The original bus had 25 horsepower. <laughs> this one is all electric and will have 400 horsepower. Jeez. And it will also have 300 uh, miles per charge. Is that really what you want to get? Hell yeah, dude. And it's got, um, there's a gif of it that, that shows it, but the interior is completely modular. So you can like switch up the seats, you can convert it to a camper on the inside and shit. Is that what you're going to do? Hell Yeah. Shaggin wagon fucking road trip wagon
0: damn yeah, that'd be pretty cool yeah and they're for for real gonna come out in 2020 that's what they're uh, said to be coming out damn where did you find out about this internet
1: <laughs> no shit um i get i read up on car shit a lot and so it'll be uh in my news feed my smart news feed where it just like things you'll like oh yeah yeah, man, that so sweet. popped up one day, and I thought that was cool. The thing that sold me was because it's 400 horsepower in a minivan. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a ridiculous amount of horsepower. <laughs> my, my car's fucking <laughs> fast as oh, shit. Me. My car's fast as shit, and it's 220 horsepower.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ. How much is that thing going to go for? I, uh, probably like 30 grand. More I'd, than that. I'd think more than that. Probably like 35, 40. Oh. oh, God. Dope's just ripped another juicy butt queef. Oh, boy. Butt burp.
1: mm um, well, we're going to be finishing up fairly soon. We're getting up there in time, Dopesters. This has actually gone by pretty quick. Time flies when you're having fun. What time?
0: How, how long have we been going? We're uh, coming up on 45 minutes. Damn, son. Before we go, though, we're about to check out this new bar in Clarendon called The Goat Bar. The Goat as in greatest of all time. It looks fucking sweet. What it's like a sports bar. but It's A sports but it's got, bar, but they do nightclub shit
1: after hours, like every fucking bar in Clarendon. It's got Dave and Buster's kind of games in it too, doesn't it? Like giant no, um, it's more like sports themed stuff. I think the only thing that was like Dave and Bustery was the giant Pac-Man. Everything else was like basketball, sweet. fucking big buck hunter, like that type of stuff. Well, we're gonna have fun.
0: So if any of y'all, I think they're direct, directly competing with Spider Kelly's. Good luck. That's gonna be a good fight. Maybe Spider Kelly's will step their shit up maybe that's our old stomping ground we gotta hit them up tonight to hit up Willow's see some live music oh hell yeah Whitlow's. it's been a while who's playing at Whitlow's tonight it's been a long time since we've gone out to Clarendon
1: oh yeah just to give you time frame it's 8-18 at my house at the moment and we're pre-gaming doing a podcast on Friday night
0: yeah we were the... hoping to get Mark on the podcast but the little little son bitch is too sleepy from coming home from Hawaii <laughs> jet lag me <clears throat>
1: this whiskey's dank It is very good Is it not
0: It's really good
1: so Definitely check that one out Dopesters Vom Foss. Again not a sponsor But cool place Super overpriced though <laughs> So if you just Feel like spending money That you don't have Which I always Am down to do <laughs> We're hitting up uh, The Hustler Club In Baltimore tomorrow night To check out Uh the UFC fight but we found out we just wanted to go to watch UFC apparently it's their anniversary and a bunch of porn stars and shit are going to be there they're going to have Ron Jeremy and Jenna Hayes
0: hell yeah so we will speaking be speaking of goats <laughs> <laughs> so if we can get a picture with Ron Jeremy that will be definitely up that'll on my be X my Facebook Twitter. that'll be my new
1: Facebook profile LinkedIn that'll, <laughs> be <my> <laughs> <list>. <laughs> that'll be my LinkedIn picture oh
0: that'd be so funny
1: oh my god yeah Oh, God, who's playing tonight? Uh, DJ Genesis. No, no, no. What the fuck? Light Up the Moon.
0: Who the fuck is Light Up the Moon?
1: Um, let's check them out. Let's give it a listen. Who's
0: the one that, that does all the throwback stuff that we like?
1: Which band is that? Um, it's like all the bands that go out there. The band, actually, the band when we went to um, O'Sullivan's a couple weekends ago was really good. Yeah, they were good. Mm, is this an original?
0: Whatever, we'll go listen to them tonight fuck it we like Whitlow's. hopefully Mm. we run into some people from I want to
1: start an 80's cover band um uh called uh strangest things and all the people in the band have to dress up as Barb (laughs) high fucking high and tight jeans red hair big wireframe glasses fucking Barb dead as hell strangest Things. That's
0: hilarious. (laughs) Everybody has to dress up as Barb. (laughs) What a great show. It is. I finally got into it. I just got to watch. No, it's
1: only ranked like
0: 24
1: or or no, it's ranked like six as far as uh, top Netflix shows. They did a a ranking of all 51 Netflix original shows and I was surprised at where certain shows ranked. Fucking number 50 is Iron Fist way down there number 51 guess what guess what it was Is a show you watched with me and you did not enjoy Shannara Chronicles no uh, uh, Netflix Originals oh I don't know uh, the
0: one about the fucking weed shop ugh that show sucked <laughs> it was like adult uncomfortable weed and sexual humor in Disney Channel format yes it it felt just like a Disney show oh yeah don't watch that show stupid yeah very uncomfortable jokes about PTSD <laughs> Yeah, and like, I'm fine. Sex jokes and shit when they just met each it's just weird. It was very weird and uncomfortable, and like that show. Mm-mm. Anyway, you about ready to wrap it up.
1: Um. Yes. All right, dopesters. We're gonna be hitting the road here. Not one of our uh, longer podcasts, but uh, you know, just be happy you got one at all the way our <laughs> schedule works.
0: That's true. We're gonna start recording. We've said this a lot, but we've set a certain day per week where we're going to record. We're probably going to do Fridays, record, then go out have a good time, and then get it posted soon after. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll start getting you at least once every other week. Yeah, we'll get them out to you. To. Um, but definitely
1: um, give all of our other podcasts a li- listen. Check out the one from last week where we talked to the uh, founder of LaGrie Outfitters. Um, definitely check out Legree Outfitters. Really awesome patterned shirts. Southern born, Southern worn. Check yep. them out. They're our All sponsors All right,
0: dopesters. Peace out. It's been dope. Make dope. sure
1: you check us out on Twitter at wdijl2. make sure you check us out on Instagram, Facebook at What Did I Just Listen To? And you can email us at What Did I Just Listen To? The number two at gmail.com.
0: Peace out, dopesters. It's been dope being dope.
1: It's been dope being dope penis